Welcome back to BTW Batsfila Workshop here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where today we're going to be continuing our Shua's content with the poem or the piot known as Yetziv Piskam, which literally means certain are the words. Now this piece is quite unique, similar to Agdalmas, which we spoke about recently. Yetziv Piskam is written in all Aramaic. And we really don't have much like this anywhere else in our liturgy. Um, but as we'll see, it could be that there might have been similar pieces in the past that are just no longer extant. And Yitziv Pizgam is just one of those piyutim that survived um, the test of time. And what exactly it is, where we say it, why we say it, what's the special tune for it. So we're going to talk about all of that soon. Let's just first thank our sponsors. Firstly, Anonymous, and we have a second time sponsorship from Yonan Chani Laster. Anyone else who wants to sponsor, please reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com to make your sponsorship today. Now, while we're here, we'll also... Um, dedicate the shear to the safety, the schus and the safety for all of Klai Yisrael, especially in Eretz Yisrael, who, um, as of this morning, are under attack uh, by bombs from um, from their enemies and oppressors. So Klai Yisrael should be safe as we segue into um, the the Chag of Shvus and Matan Tarasenu. We should also. Um, be able to experience the the segula aspect, the the aspects of being Hashem's nation that we get the treasure, and feel only the good aspects of that. Okay, so Yitziv Pisgam, very interestingly, is not necessarily part of the davening section. It is a part of the Kriyasatara section, similar to Akdamas, um, but Yitziv Pisgam is recited sort of in the middle, but also as an introduction to the Haftarah, very strangely enough. Again, we have very few things like this. I don't know if we have anything else like this in our liturgy, but we do have this, this Yitziv Pizgam, which is said after the first Pasuk of this, uh, the Haftarah, for the second day of Shavuos, meaning I don't even know if Yitziv Pizgam is even recited in, in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, because it's it's said here specifically for the Haftarah that's taken from Chabakuk. And this is the only Haftarah that's ever taken from Chabakuk. Every now and then we have a unique Haftarah like that, where there's only one Haftarah that's taken from that Sefer. We have that for um, for Parshas Vayishlach, which is taken from Ovadia. It's the only one. Obviously, Yom Kippur is the only time that we read from Yonah. Um, and um, so some of the Treyas are, are only... Um, um, read about um, during Shabbos Shiva, but Chabakuk um, is only read on Shavuos. And the reason it is read is because there are references to um, to Mamed Sinai Kabbalah Satora, the, the day that we accepted the Torah. So those do come up in the Haftarah, which largely has to do with other things. You can look in Art Scroll, and Art Scroll explains what exactly is the connection. However, um, you know, for one quick idea is that. Um, the art scroll brings down that um, Chabakuk actually echoes Moshe Rabbeinu's final blessing to Klal Yisrael, which really sounds like a Simchas uh, Torah idea. But the reason why it connects is because when Moshe Rabbeinu in the Zosa Bracha, he spoke about how 
Hashem came from the south, from from Esav's kingdom of Seir, and from Mount Paran or Har Paran, which was the which was um, Yishmael's um, hometown, if you will. And this is a reference to how Hashem was offering the Torah to other nations, but only we accepted. So Hashem, you know, um, visited the other nations to offer them the Torah, and only we accepted it. And then the Chumash in in Vizosa depicts the the scene of, of Mamad Arsinai. And so Habakkuk makes reference to the same scene, which makes sense, therefore, that why we have it as a Haftarah. Of course, it's the Haftarah for the second day, the Haftarah for the first day is from Ichezkel, which is the Maisa Merkava, the source for all Kabbalah, basically, um, the, the divine chariot, which is also witnessed at Harsinai during Mamad Harsinai, which is also why for the Haftarah for Parshas Yisro, we have another version of the Merkava, you could maybe think of it as a toned-down version um, in, in Yeshayahu, where we have the Kedusha of the Malachim, something that we also spoke about back in the Akdamas workshop, so you can go back and listen to that for more on that. For Yitziv Piskam, where exactly does it come from? Apparently, it was the Rabbeinu Ham's intro to the Targum on the Haftarah, which, again, very strange why it survived the test of time, why we still have it, um, but uh, the reign of time of Yaakov ben Meir Levi. So he had an intro to the Targum on Torah, meaning that in, in olden times, when they would read Kriyasa Torah, they would read Kriyasa Torah with a Targum as well. They would read a Pasuk from Kriyasa Torah, similar to Shnai Mikra, Vecha Targum. They would read a Pasuk from Torah, then they would read it, the Targum in Unklus, right, in the Aramaic. And they did a similar thing for the Haftarah. Probably the, 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 uh, the, the Targum for the Haftarah was indeed Targum Yonas and Ben Uziel. Um, he was the one who translated the Nevi'im into Aramaic. And we know this because at the very end of, of Yitziv Piskam, there's actually a praise to Yonas and Benizil. So the fact that it's in there just shows you that he was referencing that. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go through some of the Nusach for Yitziv Piskam, and we're going to go through some of the meaning um, it's not um, nearly as long as Akdamas, um, which is the 90 verses long. This is much shorter. And we're going to try to explain what the meaning of Yitzhak Pesgam is. But like Akdamas, it is an introduction of sorts. So it comes after the Haftarah. And you might be thinking, well, listen, this is about to be the workshop. So why are we doing you know, Yitzhak Pesgam, which is part of the Haftarah? So the answer I will say is that very often, if you're a good Baal Tzvila, it's very likely that... Um, you've been asked and will be asked in the future to do the Haftarah. Right? You have a lot of people that they might be a good Baal Tzfila, but they're not necessarily Bali Kriya. You know, like, you know, if, um, at least I could, as I speak for myself, so, you know, I'm, I'm known usually wherever I go, and I'm, and people learn who I am, so, you know, as people meet me, so I end up, you know, becoming um, a known Baal Tzfila in, you know, whatever setting I am. So I'm not, you know, it's Masha Inkane in terms of being a Balkriya. If you give me time, maybe, maybe an hour, I can learn um, a, um, an Aliyah and be able to lay in that Aliyah. Maybe I don't need a full hour. Uh, I would definitely need a few days to prepare a Parsha. But for a Haftarah, anyone could do that on the spot. So it's, it's likely enough that as a Baltfila, you get called on to do the Haftarah every now and then. So you might get called on to do it. So you'll do the, the Baruchah like you would normally do. Right? So... You would um, you would say the bracha with with the trap. Right? right, but this is not a um, a 
bar mitzvah workshop, uh, but maybe there's a place for that. A BMW. Ooh, can't give myself some ideas. Um, but uh, again, I'm not not like not, not saying I couldn't do about um, bar mitzvahs, but um, you know, it wouldn't be exactly the same forte that, that I have for for tefila. But anyway, so you say the bracha, right? And then you're going to say the first pasuk of the haftarah, and then you're going to go into Yitzhak Biskam. So after you say the bracha, right? And then everyone says, Amen. Then right after that pasuk, he'll go into Yitzif Biskam. Yitzif Biskam, the Asu, the Gam, the Riba, Rivivani, Rin, Aneana, Biminyana, the Faslin, Arbao, to Rin, Kadamohi, Lagamohi, Nikiru, Nifik, Nehardinurin, Vitur Talga, Nehor Shraga, Vizikin, Denur, Uvihurin, and then you continue like that. So basically, in every, every um, word ends in Rin. As opposed to Akdamas, where every word ends with, uh, every line ends with sa. Um, rin is usually something that's pluralized. Uh, it doesn't have to be, though. Um, but usually it is. And usually um, um, a lot of Aramaic words that are in singular end in sa. Samach, oh, sorry, saf aleph, or taf aleph. But either way, that's the tune, that's the nusach for Yitziv Piskam. But what we now need to discuss is the meaning of Yitziv Piskam. So the opening pasuk of the Haftarah says that Hashem is in his temple, and then we say, let the world be silent before him, which is also reminiscent of Harsina, where everyone was silent. And then we go into the tefillah of Chavaka Kanavi, um, and, that, and then right after that, which is really the intro to the text of the Haftarah, right then and there we go into an intro to the Hat to the Targum. So, what exactly is this? So, the Piyot, so, um, itself, According to so I'm actually using two svarim to look at the, this paragraph of Yitzhiv Pisgam, this poem, because we'll see, and I'll tell you which ones I'm using. I'm using the Art Scroll Master and the Art Scroll Interlinear Sitter for Shabbos and Yom Tov. Um, the reason why I have both is because I actually found the Machlokas in translation, so we'll, we'll get to that. The Machlokas in translation um, for a certain part, which just brings us back to the esoteric nature of these Aramaic passages, which we don't really know much about. But yet have have survived and remained in our in our liturgy. Um, but we'll get to that soon. In the meantime, um, Art Scroll Sitter brings this down. The Art Scroll um, Interlinear Sitter, at least. I don't see this in the in the Machsor. But the uh, Art Scroll Sitter says the Piyot is replete with mystical connotations and praise of the Giver and students of Torah, i.e., Hashem and us. And the initial letters of the verses of Yitzhiv Piskam spell out an acrostic, Yaakov ben Meir Levi. We saw there was an acrostic in Agdamas as well. And the Piyot was, again, originally recited as an introduction by the one who was going to read the Targum. And since the Targum of the Nevi'im was, was written by Yonas and ben Azil, as we mentioned earlier, so at the very end there are words of praise that, um, that speak to Yonas and ben Azil. Um, who was apparently someone who was very humble, the Gemara in Megillah, and Muhammad Alf talks about the humility of Yonas and Benazil. And again, like Akdamas, somehow this, uh, this piece um, remained. Now, 
in terms of what we're saying. So we'll, we'll break it down a little bit. So Yitzifis Gamliyas to the Gam Riva Rivavan Irin, which means certain is praise of our God that is but a science sample of that uttered by the myriad myriads of angels. So this already has shades of what we saw in Akdamas. Right? We talk about how the angels praise Hashem and how, um, how what's interesting is we're actually, it sounds like uh, the other side of the same coin. Because in Akdamas we spoke about how Hashem's praises aren't quantifiable, the, the angels need Rishus, and yet we're on an even higher level because of our Torah, because of our connection to Torah, because of Hashem listening closely to us, our, our tefillos, our tehillos and praises of Hashem are even more significant. But now we're talking about how, um, um, how the angels um, are, we're giving a more of a maila to their tefillos. So we have that first line talking about how the angels praise Hashem. And here in the second line, very second line, we get to a machlokus between art scroll and art scroll. So the art scroll sitter and the art scroll master. So the next line, which, according to the art scroll Machzor, means, I shall call out his praise among the numbered tribes that are inscribed in the four rows. Right? The words, which means in the number, which we're going to translate this as, which are carved, like the Arbaturim, like, like the Balaturim, like the Tur, the four rows, which is based on the, the Choshen, they're four rows of stones. So what, what is the, the number of those carved into the Choshen? That's obviously talking about the Shifte Yisrael. And now with the Art Scroll Machsra, that's how they translate that. But if you look in the Art Scroll Sitter, very, very different. So it says, His place, where is it? In the midst of the great number of angels, Defaslin, not that he carved out, or that, but that was rejected, puzzle, like it was disqualified. So when he rejected Arbaaturin, which Art Scroll Sitter translates as four mountains. Now, that's very interesting. Um, and what, what four mountains are we talking about? So the Art Scroll Commentary makes reference. Uh, it uh, actually makes reference to Targum on Tehillim in Perak Samach Ches, Psukim Tes Zayin to Yod Ches, so 68, 16 to 18, which talks about how Hashem traveled in the midst of the, um, um, in the midst of, mir- of the myriads of angels to give the Torah to Klai Yisrael, and talks about the other mountains that Hashem rejected. Hashem rejected Har HaMoriah of all places as an option for Kabbalah's Torah. He rejected Bashan, Carmel, and Tabor. These are the four mountains, Moriah, Bashan, Carmel, and Tabor. These are all the four mountains that Hashem rejected um, um, in favor of Har Sinai. Okay, so it's either reference to Hashem. So whichever way you, whichever you look at it, it's either describing us and our praises of Hashem, the Shifte Yisrael and the Choshen praising Hashem, or it's talking about Hashem rejected. It's, it's continuing the imagery of Matan Torah, of Kabbalah's Torah, Mamet Har Sinai, that Hashem rejected the four mountains. Okay, so continuing along. Um, in the next line, um, we do talk about Har Sinai. We say, the Tur Talga, the snowy mountain of Horshaga, the, the glowing torch of Ezekin Dinur of Urin. Right, so we're talking about the laser light show at Har Sinai, which we know existed. There was thunder and lightning and, and fire and all, these one, and all these incredible sights. So in the next few lines, so I can actually, I can keep going with the Nusach and the line. It's not as long as, as uh, Akdam, as we could theoretically finish it. Which means that before him, um, among the water of paradise flows and goes out a fiery stream. 
that's interesting imagery. We usually think of a stream as water. Here we're talking about a fiery stream on a snowy mountain is a blinding light and bolts of flaming fire. Okay? Um, fine. So what does that mean? So the next few, uh, couple of lines, it's talking about how Hashem is able to see that which is clouded, that which otherwise we could not see, Hashem can see. Hashem created and sees what is shrouded in darkness because light's essence dwells with Him, meaning Hashem is the true source of being able to see anything. He sees from afar without hindrance, with hidden things revealed to him. Okay, going on, we do a similar thing that we do to Agdamas, and we ask for Rishos. Um, yeah. So what is that saying? So we're asking Rishos, I seek permission from him first, and then afterwards from the people. Talking to Hashem and the people, those who know the law, the Mishnah, the Tosefta, the Sifra, and the Sifrei. Right? So that's what's being referenced here. And then, so we're, we're asking Rishos to be able to, I guess, darshan the Haftarah, to say the Targum, to touch it up. And then, we have a Tefillah for, for Klaistra. Very nice. Which means, the king who lives eternally, may he shield the people that pray to him, um, say, to, say to them, may they be like the sand and as unaccountable as dust. Right? References of, to the bracha that was given to Avram Avinu. Continuing. Which means that may their families be covered with crops as white as sheep, may their cellars flow with wine, okay, and grant their wish, and may their faces glow with a brilliance like the light of dawn. So asking for a very favorable bracha. And we're nearing the end here. Which means, give me strength and lift your eye to see the enemy who denies you. Let them be like the straw mixed with brick. Let them be as mute as stone with humiliation, which actually also connects very well to the Haftar itself, which is talking about Yisrael's oppressors, right? So Chabakov challenges Hashem to do something about it, and um, which is also good for right now, that Hashem should take care of our oppressors and give them what they deserve. So we're asking for that at the very end of Yitzhak Fiskam. And then, of course, we, we, we bless um, the givers of our Torah and the translators. So you say, Yehonasan Givar Invasan. So God presented the Torah. So it's interesting because um, according to the art scroll Siddur, this is a reference to Yehonasan Ben Uziel. But if you look at the Machser, it's a reference to Moshe Rabbeinu. Or Yehonasan, which um, really means God gives. So um, it's saying here, Yehonasan, God gave Givar Invasan, the, the, the humble man which is reference to Moshe Rabbeinu. But the art scroll sitter, this is the second Machlokas that I identified, at least over here, um, that 
Um, here we're saying, is it a reference to Yonasim ben Zeal or is it a reference to Moshe Rabbeinu? That Hashem gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu? Or it's a reference to Yonasim ben Zeal who translated the Targum? So, um, you know, do what you want with that. But we see Yonasim Gvarim Misam, which is either saying Hashem gave the Torah to Moshe, or it's saying Yonasim ben Zeal was a very humble man. Which means, so let's extend him gracious praise. So, yeah, big nafkamin, uh, who are you praising? You're praising Yonasim ben Zeal? For translating, or you're praising Moshe Rabbeinu. So um, I'll, I'll let you think about that. So then after that, then you will go back into the Haftarah. Now you might be a little bit confused. How do you transition? Because you know, you're, from, you're familiar with the Haftarah tune. Maybe you got used to it, Yitzhid Piskam, and all of a sudden you're not sure how to finish it. Um, but I'll just mention that Yitzhid Piskam finishes um, a little bit awkwardly because you have to do the high part a second time. Right, so... Um, so yeah... Uh, Right, because the, the, it's a low part, but then it's a high part, but you're only doing half of the high part, so you're closing the high part off early. So it'll sound like this. I'm going to do the whole thing again. And then you'll go back into the Haftar. Hashem Shemati Shemacho Yeresi Hashem Pocho Bekerev Shanim Chayehu Bekerev Shanim Todia Virogez Rachim Tizkor and so the way, and you just got to remember those transitions. So again, you're going to start the Haftarah. Right, and then you're going to do that. You go through the whole thing, and then again at the very end. And you get the idea. But anyway, um, that for now will take us through Yitziv Piskam, a very fascinating piece of Shavuos um, liturgy. And Bezra Hashem will pick up with some more Shavuos content before this weekend. And until then, I look forward to diving with you in the future. Thank you for joining us here at the database.